be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. In this information age, it is very easy to not only get caught up in the amount of news, tragedies, but to be completely overwhelmed by all of it. Fires, floods, killings, and injustices greet us every day on the news and social media. And just when we think we have a handle on it, something more recent comes to take its place. Now while consumerism makes us want to ingest more and more of this information, there are some that are moved to action. Like Staff Sergeant Gianfranco Pagan, a native of Puerto Rico, who, when hearing of the devastation that came from Hurricane Fiona, that, that devastation that hit his homeland, he wasted no time in springing into action. Sergeant Pagan arrived at his hometown and began doing what needed to be done for his family and for his community. He started buying generators and water, and he started working with the locals to clear the roads of the debris left by the hurricane. In the words of Sergeant Pagan, I encourage others to volunteer because it will show who you truly are. Being people who take action is what we're going to talk about today on the Perpetual Good Podcast. And Hooterville Jerkson will no longer be so damn relevant. And women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow. Because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. It's the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Join us as we discover the good things that are happening all around us and what we can do to bring even more good to our communities. Life is like a box of assorted chocolates. But what smells in my head? Donuts, pink boxes. Both go with the concept. Never know what you'll get unless you are open. Welcome back to the Perpetual Good Podcast. This is your host, Kenneth Hopkins. And today we're going to be talking about taking action. And for this, we're going to be highlighting a few stories, some as local as across the street, and other stories are going to be international. But before we get into this, we have to talk a little bit about the challenge of being a consumer-based society. And no, I'm not talking about producing goods and services, but actually we need to talk about how... Being a consumer-based society has affected the information we receive. So in, in our consumer-based society, not just here in America, but really across the world, we rely on news and news-type information with the emphasis being on new. Now think about it. In the last few months, there have been at least two major hurricanes here in the United States one of which has left Puerto Rico completely underwater and without power. Pakistan has experienced major flooding and the floods, the floods have a damage estimate of $40 billion. Iran is going through a massive revolution due to the killing of Masa Amini and others who have been protesting her unjust killing. 
Now, you know what's not happening? Nobody's talking about any of these things. And if nobody's talking about it, who's actually doing something about it? Now, I went to uh, CBS's news page. I just wanted to see what was happening, what was showing up in in the news. It's a major, major organization. Their whole thing is about news. And not one of these stories that I mentioned is anywhere on their latest news page. No updates, no nothing. As a matter of fact, what's more, the only news of Iran was about how their troops are backing Russia on the war in Ukraine. Nothing about the protests, nothing about the revolution that's going there. So as consumers, we, we rely on information to be fed to us so that we can react to it. And those of us on social media, it just fuels that even more. It fuels that fact with people knowing that they will get internet famous by spouting that same gossip-type news, only knowing that it's going to be replaced by another piece of information the next day. And our appetite for consuming information has reached such a, such a fever pitch that we would rather record a tragedy so that we can post it on social media rather than get involved to help those who are suffering that tragedy. And one of the people that, uh, that I've actually been following on social media, he does a lot uh, of of information and education on uh, on animals that's been his uh, uh, that's been his focus he says that people have actually been staging tragedies putting animals and people in harm's way just for the sake of internet fame let me ask you does anybody know what's happening in Puerto Rico right now how about Pakistan how about Iran? Let's bring it a little bit closer to home. Do we know what's happening in our own cities, our own communities? Or are we relying on somebody else to feed us that information? Because, face it, that's the society we're living in. So with news and information, there are two things that can happen. We can be on the side of being a consumer. We can consume it. We can discuss it. We can debate it. And then we can just get be done with it and move on to the next thing. Or we can stay in it and take action. So let's look at some people who have done just that, take an action. First story of action, it comes from Iran. 
Now, under decades of theocratic rules aimed at the control of women, it all culminated in the unjust murder of a young lady, Masa Amini. All because her hijab was not on properly, according to the morality police. Now, this set off really a firestorm of protests led largely by young girls who they didn't have an issue with actually wearing the hijab, but they rightfully were objecting to the forcing of standards really under the threat of murder. So the protests, they're continuing across the country under the banner, Women, Life, Liberty. And if you see any of the protests, that's what they are chanting. They're, they're chanting a couple of other things, but that's the main thing that they're chanting. And government officials even went to some of the girls' schools to try to convince them that the government was right and that they needed to obey and things like that. And, uh, and I love the videos where the girls in the girls' schools are running the government officials out, calling them shameless and, and just getting them out of there, continuing to protest and not allowing for the suppression of their voices. One of the girl's mothers actually tried to stop her from protesting, saying that she could be killed. And the girl said, what difference does it make? This living under this type of rule, under this type of fear of murder, is no way to live. So even though it's not in the news as much anymore, and you really have to kind of search for it, these protests are going on. They're, they're, they're not just calling this just a season of protest, but they're calling this a revolution because what they saw in the death of Masa Amini was not acceptable to them. And so they are all girls and boys, students and, and people and people across the world are standing up and saying, this is not, this is not acceptable and this is not how we're going to live. And so they're going to continue to protest until they actually see change. So we need to stand with them and make sure that their voices continue to be heard. Now, in the second story of action, we're going to bring it a little bit closer to home here. Jamba Juice may not seem like a likely place for a story of taking action, but you never know when an opportunity might present itself. So this one happened to occur in, in my city, Marietta, California. Somebody posted on online with the headline, I just wanted to post because they're still good in the world. She goes on to tell the story of trying to buy a smoothie only for her car to be declined multiple times. And as she was getting ready to give it, get up, uh, excuse me, to give up and leave, somebody stepped in and paid for it. Now, we just talked about massive revolution in Iran. Why am I talking about paying for a smoothie? It's, it's because of what she said next. She said, 
I really needed the small gesture in my life right now. For the person who took action, it might have been a small thing. They might have been thinking, you know what, this is, you know, I got this. This is easy. I, I can just go ahead and do this. This wasn't anything to, to celebrate or anything like that. It was just, you know, somebody in need. But for the person receiving it, it made all the difference in the world. And I love the fact that the person who did the giving just walked out, didn't give her name, didn't document it on social media. There was no fanfare, nothing like that. It was just an act of kindness at the right time. This last story is personal. That mentioned that I've just moved down here in the area. For this story, it involves someone that, if you look on the surface, we would probably have nothing in common. We have completely, completely different political views, but our action had nothing to do with our differences or our politics. I was new to the neighborhood. I just moved in just uh, a week or two prior, and um, I'd met some of the neighbors, and uh, everybody that I met was great. Um, this one particular evening, I was home alone. I was working on a couple of things in the garage. And long story short, I went to open the garage door and the door came completely off its hinges. Uh, understandably, I was in a panic. I'm trying to hold this door open and trying to figure out what's going on. And the, the cables were completely, it, it was a complete mess. My neighbor who I had not met yet had just happened to come outside and he saw that I was struggling and he came over and he offered to help. Obviously I'm going to say yes. So we were out there for actually a few hours and it was, it was really frustrating, but he stayed with me, encouraged me and, and helped out as much as he could. I learned in the process that um, he had just gotten out of the hospital. He's had a, a number of medical issues, the whole bit, but that didn't stop him at all from taking action and coming over and helping. That is when I felt welcomed in this neighborhood. gone international all the way down to across the street. And all of these stories have pretty much the same, the same thing. Even the story in the very beginning, the, the story of the sergeant who went back to Puerto Rico to, to help out. In each of these circumstances, it could have been very easy to be a consumer of the information that was presented. The person in Jamba Juice could have looked at that person and said, sucks to be you. I mean, 
you, you should have been, been prepared for this or maybe you should have some cash or whatever. There, there could have been conversation at home about, you know, I was in line and this person was taking so long because they kept trying this card over and over again, knowing that it wasn't going to work. Just all of those things that, that we do when we get this type of information. But in each of these circumstances, people looked beyond themselves and they didn't qualify or quantify who they were trying to do things for. My neighbor could have looked at me and said, ah, he looks a little bit different. Maybe he doesn't think the same way that I do. I'm going to leave him alone. He could have done that. And maybe some others were looking and, and saw it and said, yeah, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to mess with him. He doesn't look like me or he doesn't, you know, whatever it was. We do those things all the time. There could have been people in Jamba Juice who pulled out their cell phone and tried to document it as something funny to, to put on social media. But what we have in all of these is stories of peoples whose lives were made better or are being made better in the case of Duran because people are stepping up and saying, it's, it, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for the people who are around me. I'm doing this for my neighbor. I'm doing this for my country. I'm doing this because these are the right things to do. We have to be a, a society, a people who move from consuming information to using information so that we can improve our society. We hear of something that's going on. We need to, we need to help out. Another story from just from our um, from our area here. There was uh, not too long ago. There was a a pretty big uh, fire, uh, and it was affecting uh, not only people's homes, but it was affecting uh, ranches and uh, and animals. And people started stepping up. And people were were stepping up saying, hey, I've got um, I've got places where you can store your horses. I have places for your dogs and um, whatever it was that that needed to be done. People were uh, were rising up to the occasion. They weren't doing it so that they could get noticed. They were doing it because people needed help. So the more that we do that, the more that we put ourselves out there for our neighbors and our friends and our cities and our communities, the better it's going to be. So instead of spending our time complaining about the state of the latest news article, We can step up and say, I hear you, 
but we're going to do one better. We're going to do something within the community in order to help. And you're actually going to find that as much of the news that's out there, as much of the gossip and the news that's out there of people doing bad things or of bad things that are happening, there are more things that are happening that are good that are just not getting press because people aren't doing it for the press. They're doing it because it makes sense to pour into the community. So my charge to you for this week is when you feel like there's an opportunity to chat or gossip or 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 jump into the fray of the of, of the latest news thing think back to what it is that you have been able to do and how you've been able to make somebody's life better and it could be it could be something huge like sergeant pagan actually going back to his hometown or it could be something small like going to your neighbor and checking on them and just making sure that they're okay you never know what's going to cause them to say this act of kindness was what I really needed in my life I want to thank you for taking the time to spend with us here on the Perpetual Good Podcast. Make sure that you follow the podcast. Next week is going to be kind of special for me. Um, I'm going to be talking with uh, one of my friends, Donnie Island, about um, our hometown and talking specifically about people who took action in order to make their community better and how uh, decades of pouring into the community has done so much for not only that community, but every community that has been touched by them. So definitely want to, uh, you're definitely going to want to listen to that. So stay tuned for that and for other episodes that are coming up. Uh, if you have any comments, feel free to drop them either on the website, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you happen to do. Um, and if you have any stories of good yourself, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. So again, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you again on the Perpetual Good Podcast.